1: Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Clay Link here with Todd Zola of Rotowire and Masters Ball. Back with our two-star starter thing, grading out two-star starters, and um, yeah, it's been a fun all-star break for me. Mostly just, you know, I stayed back from Vegas. So I was just at home and doing some football shows with Mario Puig on XM. He did all the heavy lifting, of course. I just teed up questions to him. And I'll be mostly doing that here with you, Todd. How are you? Um,
2: I, I, you know what? I won't lie. It's been a rough day. I went to I went away to Cape Cod uh, to catch some Cape Cod ball and had a pit stop on the way home and went back into my car and turned the key and click 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 click. Ugh. So the starter is gone. So my crazy. car is a hundred miles away. I'm here. I will. Uh, at some point, hope, well. I don't want to say hopefully during the podcast. That would mean they call me early enough. But I mean, I uh, I shall be hearing soon enough. And uh, the way it goes, it's it's weird. You go away to relax, and I come back, and I need to relax. So, <laughs> you know, I'm the only one that can go to the Cape for three or four days and come back paler than when I left. I didn't. I didn't I go out. You. you know. I mean, I, I I stayed in and actually did some work. I did the the two start. For the early, you know, the, the coming out of the break, and I went to the ball games at night. That was the reason I went, but you know, I didn't. It's kind of cruddy weather too, but uh, but anyway, um, I'm actually fine. I mean, it's it's yeah. all right. So my car's gone, another few hundred dollars. So uh, you know, so I have, you know I have to work another year to uh before I can retire. You know, that's just uh, that was happening anyway. So uh, it's all good.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. It's never great to come back from break and be more stressed, <laughs> stressed out than you were before you left. It's not the point of a break. But I, uh, yeah, if I had, I a, appreciate I was, your dedication. Still finding a way to do the pod today.
2: Oh, I, no, I mean it, it's I'm back home. So, oh, I just don't have my regular microphone. Um, so, if, if it doesn't sound quite as good, hopefully, uh, hopefully, it doesn't you know affect the uh, my my answers that much. No, so I have to yeah use a. A different mic. It's uh, I could have brought it back. I just forgot, but um, so yeah, I, I, it's 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 fine. I mean, it, we'll, we'll see what happens when I get the phone call. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a, a starter. You can't. A starter was gonna go. Um, I was. I mean, I don't want to call it Irony. I don't think it's irony. But I was gonna stay and watch a game Thursday night last night. But mm-hmm. eh, you know what? I just want to go. You know, I've caught three or four games. So just you know, I'm just gonna go home. A starter, you don't. Know, it's just going to go right. You don't know exactly when it could have gone in the parking lot of a Cape Cod high school, you know, attendant at night last night, and then I really would have been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, so if there's any good about it, uh, at least uh, you know whatever. And who knows if I didn't have to make an emergency pit stop, then uh, maybe it'll it would have gone in my driveway. I don't know, but so it stuff happens.
1: Yeah, you got to you got to look at. The positives. Sometimes you have to squint to see them, but I hear you, man. And I'm glad you uh, are with us today. Speaking of which, two-star pitchers. No, I'm just Yeah. <laughs> There's a and segue. Huh? Well, I thought we'd talk about some pickups, some obvious names. Your Red Sox busy making some headlines during the All-Star break. They're going to be calling up Jaron Duran. Of course, the first game of the, quote-unquote, second half was postponed yesterday due to COVID issues, and that's – Throwing a big wrench into everything this weekend. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but Duran will be up to join the Red Sox. They'll also be bringing up Tanner Houck. We can talk about Houck in a second. Uh, but Duran, really interesting given the power-speed combination, 15 homers, 12 bags at AAA Worcester, uh, 15 attempts. So nice success rate on the bases. He hadn't really shown a ton of power before. Looks like he'd maxed out at like five homers in the minor league season previously, but uh, – Priority ad, obviously, and I, I think this may be one where you wanna open up and maybe not like a final all in, but I think he's maybe among the last players to come up who are really who could really make an impact for your fantasy team and move the needle. Or not, right? I mean well, that's could, very true. What if he goes Jared Kalanick on us? <laughs> and his second chance is opening
2: day next year, right? I mean, we, we don't know these. We don't know. That's just the point. Or he, or he could hit the ground running and, you know, hitting and everything else and be fine. Just, just keep in mind there's been some good things and some bad things with the rookie so far this year. Trevor Larnock kind of figured it out. Uh, the pitchers have tended to struggle the first couple outings. Uh, Logan Gilbert, Alex Manoa, but then Alec Manoa and then come back and are just cruising now. Well, not cruising, but uh, pitching well. So it's it's interesting with the hitter. It sounds like through the uh, tea, tea leaves, the Red Sox are. I mean, this is pretty silly to say because it's kind of obvious. But they didn't call him up to sit. They're gonna. The Red Sox will find a place. Center field in uh, uh, Enrique Quique Hernandez and uh, uh, Brav, uh, uh, Christian Arroyo will now battle it out for second base. Michael Chavez is is probably the odd man out here, at least temporarily. Danny Santana's hurt. Um, so that's you know at least temporary how they're going to line up. You know, he's going to be the center fielder, uh, Jaron Duran. Whether he hits leadoff right away, I doubt. I think the uh, Red Sox will have him down to the bottom of the order, um, but it's exciting, and um he kind of came out of nowhere. Not No, not nowhere. He was a good prospect, but you mentioned the power. He reworked his swing over the pandemic, mm-hmm. and he's, he's added launch, and he's being able to drive the ball, so it's, he's one of those guys where, if you know, I happen to, you know, because I'm a local, he'd read all the local stories. Although anybody can read the stories nowadays, right? You don't have an advantage anymore. But um, you, you just have to decide: do you just take his MLEs, or do you give him a little bit of credit? You know, this year a little bit more because of the new swing, etc. You got to have to make that decision with almost everybody. But uh, that's that's the deal with Duran. I've seen him. Uh, a couple times, you know, you watch a couple games. He looks 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 fine. Um, I was actually the eye test. I like J- Jeter Downs a little more, just because uh, very very athletic. But we'll hope- hopefully we'll be talking about him soon enough. But um, big. Did at, you yeah. see
1: Duran at one of those Worcester games you went to? Yeah, I mean, the first
2: the, okay. the yeah I saw him at a couple home runs. He was out oh, the man. first one at the Olympics in the first one. They saw him the last two. um, but he just he, he saw him hit lead off a game with a home run, and I think he hit a second home run later in the game. He doesn't hit the majestic, but he hits the line shot. So any left-handed batter, you need to find out, or the the, the thing is going to be how are they able to take advantage of the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's a little early in the development, right? You just get him settled. But that's 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 going to be the key down the road. Is is he able to flick it off the wall like so many good left handed batters have been able to do in Fenway Park? The first series in Yankee Stadium, you just want to hit down the line, right? <laughs> you just want to you just want to get a hold of one to that short porch.
1: Knock on wood, they play. Yeah, hopefully they play. That's a big question mark right now. And yeah, I haven't I'm glad.
2: Have you heard yeah, anything heard. about that? No, Not okay. today, no. Okay, so
1: I'm still waiting on that. I um I've mentioned with Kelnick, like I'm done assuming a guy's just gonna light it on fire right away and i do want to specify like yeah things could go in either direction for duran but maybe one of the last call-ups who really could uh, help you in a major way i mean maybe maybe there's a few others who could come up but i think this may be the last wave of uh prospects would you rather have duran or Bruhan rest of the way i know i'm kind of putting you on the spot
2: um can i say if i need speed Bruhan, and if i need power and yeah. speed, Duran, that sure. would be that would be the answer. As far as picking these guys up, Duran may not have been picked up in an AL only league. I mean, he was his name was known, but he may not have been that high in this prospect stash list. Mm-hmm. So if you're if he's available in your AL only league and you're waiting for the deadline, but you don't you don't have the hammer, he I think then he is an all in, right? Or close to an all in. You know what I mean? You know, if you've if you've mm-hmm. got, you know, fifty percent of your budget and you're not going to get a chance and you're at this point it's kind of like, well, I might as well just wait to see who comes gets traded over because we're so close to the deadline. You're not going to get that guy. Uh, he Durant at this point could be clo- close to an all in. So that it's something to, uh, something to consider. I, I think it did a, a kind of a more interesting, it, it might not be, it might not be logical in your league or maybe it will um, say it's the NFBC. And Kellenic was dropped, and they're both both Kellenic and Duran are available this weekend. I think that's an interesting. Which one do you go for?
1: Yeah, I think I'd lean Kellenic still, but it's not a slam dunk as we know. And yeah, that's a good question. I ended up with quite a bit of Bruhan, surprisingly to me, last weekend in the NFBC. I, I got him for like twenty four and uh, TGFBI, and I think James and I got him for. I think I put, like, 70 in, but, um, yeah, so I'm on Team Bruhan now that i got some exposure. But I, I do think if you want a more well-rounded, well, more power to go with that speed, I think you're right that I'd probably lean Duran. I mentioned Tanner Houck. Not a lot of success at either level, really. Uh, at Worcester actually had a 5 one four year even worse. Pretty small sample, and he was missing bats. Uh, 26 Ks and 21 innings at AAA. Any reason in mixed leagues to go out and add Tanner Hauk or?
2: No, not yet.
1: No. Okay. Not mixing. I'm not even sure.
2: I'm not even sure his role. Mm -hmm. Uh, All all the Red Sox have said is he will have an important role in the second half, whether it's piggybacking with Garrett Richards or replacing Garrett Richards. Uh, Long, you know, right now we don't know. And to be honest with, with this, up in the air weekend, if the Red Sox have to play a bunch of doubleheaders, then that could change the role as well. But I do. I like I don't I mean, he's not a Logan Gilbert, Alec Manoa, even Daniel Lynch quality prospect. I don't think I don't. But he he is also kind of come up and he's also part of the reason is low numbers or poor numbers. You know, he's, this is it's, it's kind of a lot of that was rehab. And, not, you know, at this point he's done rehabbing. He's just playing pitching. But um, a lot of those numbers were, were occurring while he was still recovering from surgery.
1: Very good points. Yeah, I um, I did see him picked up in the stake league. It was pretty light week, but Halk went for four. I think with Kelnick, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, baseball is such a hard game that I'm never going to make any assumptions about even these highly talented guys because it is so hard to just – at this level, come in and, and dominate. We have seen it with the Cunhas and Chris Bryant's and Albies and Tatises of the world, but I got maybe a little spoiled. I do think Kelnick follows kind of a similar path to Dylan Carlson last year, where he's, he's good the rest of the way, but, um, and I'm probably in the leagues where I have him, which is still quite a few. I'm plugging him in right away this weekend, see what happens, and, um, yeah, I just say I'm not gonna assume he's gonna be awesome right away, but I think he should be picked up and started pretty much everywhere. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. Very nice. Well, let me just name the other pickups before we get to two start starters. Yep. Again, a pretty light week in the stake league. Chaz McCormick. When Chaz McCormick headlines your fab week, you know it's a uh, pretty pretty mild coming out of the break. Yeah,
2: especially because there's nobody he's filling in for right now, is there?
1: I guess it was Brantley back, right? So yeah, guess, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess he was playing okay though. So oh no, yeah, no, definitely sure. pretty, pretty. But strange. yeah, but the irony can, is he's now so. being picked
2: up, and he's probably going to be
1: losing playing time. Yeah, isn't that how it mostly yeah, it was- works in fantasy baseball? David Bednar, I think it was a nice pickup for two. I think he gets a good chance to close after they trade their closer there in Pittsburgh. Josiah Gray was picked up for two. Zach Britton. Oscar Mercado, Darren Ruff, and Nick Senzel. So that's uh, that's all the pickups for you. Mercado's interesting.
2: He's starting to play a little bit for Cleveland. They're still – Oh, know, Mercado? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's an interesting pickup. Um, you know, had a couple rough goes. Does he now figure it out? We'll, we'll see. And Cleveland is obviously looking to shore up the outfield. Fran Reyes is back helping out some. Uh, Zimmer, you know, not really doing it. So we'll see.
1: You know, I was hoping to plug Mike Trout back into my lineup in a few leagues today. but Not today. Well, not today, but, like, soon, maybe as soon as next week. But still unclear as far as his rehab goes. Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of getting anxious about getting him back in there. I'm
2: being concerned when my projections for Trout are are fairly conservative. Uh, Anthony Rendon can come back tonight, but, you know, it's it's not quite the same. Uh, But, yeah, Trout,
1: I'm not – I wasn't counting on coming back right away. Yeah, he's not eligible even, I think, till a few games into the second half. Right, right, right. right. Still not started his rehab, so we'll keep tabs on that. Before we get to our two-star pitcher grades for next week, let's first throw to a quick word from our sponsors.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: And now we're back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Clay Link here with Todd Zola. First show after the break. We're going to be grading next week's two-star starters. If you're unfamiliar, zero to five scale. Todd kind of bases his. Well, he does base his pretty strictly on his uh, weekly pitcher rankings. I'm more touch and feel (laughs) with the general rule of thumb being how many? If I have five leagues, how many am I starting this two-star pitcher in? You ready to get into it, son? I am. Uh, yeah. People seem to be looking. I'm trying to. I'm up. There was a
2: lot of changes in the, since I did my preliminary ranking, so I'm trying to quickly update. But um, yeah, we're ready to go. I can. Uh, I can pretend before we. You know, if uh, if there's someone I'm not sure about, we're we're good.
1: And to be clear, yours will be updated closer to the first pitch on Monday, so check back there for more. Yeah. Right
2: now, we've got the three-day or four-day, well, back to three-day and 10-day rankings. We're back on schedule. It's, uh, I don't remember what day it is. Yeah, The so the regular rankings will go up tomorrow and um, update it again Sunday night. Hopefully, we'll have more clarity because there's not a whole lot of clarity right now, even for today's games. We've got yeah. five. Uh, there's still
1: five to be determined, so... It's going to be fun for our DFS slate if that goes on. Yeah, kind of an ominous way to kick off the second half. Hopefully, it's uh, not a sign of more to come. Uh, but starting our two start pitcher list here is Caleb Smith, and he had a total disaster right before the break. Nine earned runs. I think Jeff Erickson was at that game. It was twenty-one or twenty-two to one, just beat down. And uh, yeah, Caleb Smith only made it an inning, nine earned runs. So I don't. I guess he wasn't. He had had a decent run prior to that, but I don't see any way you could trust him after that blow-up. Well, yeah, he was having some success as a reliever. Was that and, it? Yeah, and it
2: and it didn't quite carry over to the starting rotation. Yeah, Jeff said he took his uh took his daughter, and he's like, I can't promise you twenty two runs every game, so just
1: enjoy this one. Uh, so, but um, stark contrast to. Of- his June eighteenth outing against that same Dodgers team with six innings, only one hit over six scoreless. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, not a,
2: yeah, To answer the question. No, I can't. Zero. I, I, I was. I, I had hopes for him coming into the season, but those have been dashed. So we're we're going to go with a zero. But um, he's a kind of a guy where, depending on you know next year, maybe he's a you know a. a a Late pick because I still I do think he has talent.
1: The matchups are kind of nice. I have him as a zero, but maybe you could justify one because versus Pitt at the Cubs, who are selling off. We didn't mention it, but Jock Peterson traded last night. Kind of interesting. Uh, they, uh, you talked me into it with the
2: matchups. That, that 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 means I still whether it be I'm going to give confirmation too I'm going to could be confirmation bias because like I said, I was kind of you know high on him a little bit relative to his. You know, high on it's high on him in the streaming realm. Um, so yeah, I'll I could give him see the in one.
1: a yeah, I could see in a league where I'm trying to make up ground and kind of throwing anything at the wall in a, an effort to uh, yeah. Hopefully, we don't take as them.
2: long with every, every other pitcher. We'll never get this thing done.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll try to power through. Zach Gallon, <laughs> same matchups for him. I'd give Gallon probably like a. Yeah, you know, he's not been very good, but I think I'm still gonna give Gallon a four. He gets a, a four because player. I mean, you got to start him,
2: yeah. and whether he goes five innings, you know, we not we don't know if he's going to be able to complete a full five innings. But the talent's still there. He's on a five. I mean, he is a five, but you can't give him a five. So I'll give him a four, and uh, I'm you know, you got to start
1: him. If you Wait, held I- on
2: to him, if you drafted him and held on to him, you got to start him.
1: Yeah, for Atlanta, Kyle Muller was optioned down, but David O'Brien of The Athletic has confirmed that Kyle Muller will be back in the Braves' starting rotation following the All-Star break, so uh, tentatively lined up for Monday against... ...versus... I could see maybe picking him up and waiting and seeing what happens. All right. Behind the fourth wall here, I lost you halfway
2: through that one. Um, people say oh, right. on my headphone. So it was Kyle Muller. Um,
1: yeah. The matchups are. Yeah, versus San Diego, then at Philly. I kind of said, like, you know, I'm hesitant, but I kind of like the skills. So maybe you, you wait and see and just keep him on your bench. But. I know, you know, the old rule, if you're not starting the 2 start starter, you drop them. But more I think, often than not. Yeah. In, in most
2: scenarios. Uh, yeah, so Ryan Ryan confirms. Um, all right, so you just kind of reiterated what you said anyway, so people are ca- caught up. I'm with you on that, but, um, man. Uh, I'm going to gonna go one, but I, I, I agree with you more in that. If you can, if you don't have to, if you can pick them up and don't have to start them, it's not a bad stash.
1: Sorry to those who got that frozen screen. I I changed the uh, Wi-Fi network I'm on. I think the connection will be stronger generally, but seems like the uh, office Wi-Fi is a little spotty right now. Uh, Toussaint, any any reason to start him? I I'm going to give him a zero. I as well.
2: I have to check what he's been doing in the minors. How long he's been going, but um, I can't imagine there's any reason to to give him a go.
1: Now here's the name. I really don't know. Spencer Watkins. Yeah. Looks like a long trek through the minor leagues. He was in there for like eight years. Uh, numbers at AAA weren't bad, but it's the Orioles. He's also the level. An yeah, an unknown for me. So at Tampa Bay, at Washington, or versus Washington, I'm going to have to give him a zero. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Sometimes you want to dance with the devil you don't know. Not, hmm. not. I'm, I, I have
2: no interest. I, the number scouting I did last week, no interest.
1: How do you feel about Garrett Richards at Toronto than versus the Yankees?
2: Uh, how do I feel I'm about, about
1: Garrett Richards? Um,
2: Inventing himself on the fly. And I'm not confident about it. And he's not starting, like you say, he's got two starts next week. He's not scheduled to go this weekend. And with Tanner Haukup, there could be something going on. I I don't want to start him. And I don't want to Mm -hmm. drop him due to the scenario. So I'm hoping I don't have to start him. Uh, But I do want to see what ends up happening.
1: I'm going to give him a one. Is he kind of like a sneaky – well, maybe not so sneaky, but is he like a, a spin guy who's been maybe affected by the, the crack? Oh, down? absolutely. He's come yeah. out and said so. I mean, yeah.
2: he's, he's come out and said so. that, you know, 10 years ago – We and it, I don't think he's been loading up with this, you know, spider spider tack, but he's been doing a little bit. And the curve and the slider are big for him. Yeah. He is just afraid to throw the curveball. He started throwing a 70 mile an hour loopy one as opposed to a straight standard curveball, and he kind of invented a changeup on the fly, and it looked
1: good for a game or two,
2: but it's it, it, that's just not a that's just not a profile you want against Toronto and against the Yankees.
1: Very true. Yeah, I thought I saw something about that on Twitter, and looking at his game log, it does really. I mean, you can draw a line to to the crackdown date since June sixth. Thirty-one and two-thirds innings. He has a seven-eleven ERA and a two-zero-five WHIP. He's given up eleven hits in two of those outings, so it's been pretty ugly for him since they yeah. cracked They literally, during a couple outings ago, I think we talked about this. The uh,
2: I was watching the pitch log, pitch by pitch, and they they changed his picks designation mid-game because it was just a new pitch for him. So they were misidentifying it. I've never seen that mid-game where I could like, the entire log. The, the pitch has just changed. So uh, I'm not giving up on him. And, and who's to say that we don't find out over, over – you know, maybe see what happens over the weekend. And it turns out that Richards opens and Out comes in. I know we have Out to start too, but um, we're not exactly sure what's going on there.
1: Yeah, good point. Very tentative. Uh, so I got Richards as a one, you two, or is it your zero? I'll one, go with the
2: one because okay. nowadays – you might not be able to, you may have to. You may, you, if you, I, my point is, I'm not dropping him yet, and I may be forced to start him. I may not have a ninth pitcher. I may have to start him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's sometimes the position you're in. Yeah. Now, for the Cubs, Alec Mills, I was down this road last season. It was kind of nice early on. Then it got real rocky. Uh, I kind of looked at him as maybe he could be like a poor man's Kyle Hendricks, his own teammate, but, um, the stuff just isn't that great and kind of open yourself up to some downside. So I look at Mills and I can see the the case. So maybe I'll give him a a one at St. Louis versus Arizona. Actually those matchups, maybe I'll give him a two, but I've, I've been burned and maybe, maybe you should exercise more caution. Yeah. I'm staying with a one. And you know, this is narrative
2: and you know, I obviously never played the game. I just hear what other people say. If if Mills was amidst amid about like four other fireballers, maybe he'd be more effective because you know you. you Good the, point. Yeah, but every you know Hendricks you he mentioned the, the whole Davies, the whole staff other than Elsilete are, are soft throwers, so there's just there's no day to day difference. It's just like you're seeing the same guy. Just Hendricks has better command and control, you know. Then Davies is slightly slightly worse, and then uh mills is a little bit worse than that so it's like you're seeing the same guy but just you know so i i, I don't know if he get the advantage of uh you know following up against the guy that throws 98
1: yeah just the opposing hitters just getting that same look over and over again yeah, yeah do yeah. any of them, I mean, any favors and they're still pro hitters you
2: know i know that Arizona. i don't know i don't want you know, i look at arizona's lineup and i think man they should be better you know, The only hand I to look at my fantasy teams and say man they should be better and they have a lot of Arizona guys. I know, just but um, it just this is the way in your head, you know how every we all think about the different players, and I just I, I it just looks to me that the Diamondbacks should have a better offense, they but they don't.
1: Oh, they're brutal, man. They're really bad. I uh, I'm a little surprised to see the Cubs wave the white flag so early, but they uh, uh, the Brewers are great. The Reds are pretty good. How about that? And uh, they really don't have much of a chance. So I guess it makes yeah. Sense.
2: There's a lot of a lot of narrative, a lot of stories going around. Financially, they should not have to. Um, and then, but uh, do you actually go out? Do you actually trade a Rizzo, a Bryant, a, a Baez? Sort of these, you know, are fans gonna show up to games? And are you really gonna make your team better? So uh, uh, Peterson, I mean, if they're gonna go on a run, it wasn't because of Jock Peterson. So I don't know, and even if they trade Kimbrel, you you know, always figure a way to get a closer. So even, even making this deal, I don't think it – it's kind of white flaggy,
1: but you, you can still go on a run. Yeah, I do think Brian will be moved. I think that's pretty obvious. But you never know. Yeah, trading Peterson doesn't take him out of it completely. Jake Arrieta I like a little less than Mills, actually.
2: Yeah, another think, soft tosser, yeah. right?
1: Another devil I've you know danced with before. <laughs> I'll, so I'll give. Uh, I guess. I guess I got to go zero on Ariad. I just. I can't even do it.
2: Yeah, you can't. You can't even give him any
1: name brand love, right? No. He's just. He's not good. I think I have him in a few DCs, and I just. I can't plug him in. I'll nope. just go with a reliever instead. Uh, Wade Miley versus the Mets versus St. Louis. A couple home starts. So in great American ballpark, but he's been fantastic. So I'm gonna give Wade, I think I'm gonna give him a complimentary four. Uh, more so a reflection on what he's done to this point. But I also think if you have him, you're trotting him out every week pretty much, and you're you're happy about it. Yeah, you know, this is the old, you know,
2: my spreadsheet has him four. You know, in my <laughs> head, he's a two. But that's you know, it's an advantage and disadvantages to using new numbers. Is he a guy that defies regression the rest of the year, but stinks next year? I mean, who's to say? Or does he figure something out? Um, I'm with you though. I mean, actually, the spreadsheet without doing adjustments has him at number 18, which is like a five. But I figure once I finagle innings, he'll be in the four range.
1: I'm sorry, who did you say? Oh so wait, wait, Yeah,
2: neither. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go four. But I mean, right now, my first run, I am at 18. Uh, which is technically five, but I unless oh, yeah. like I finesse the innings, you'll drop a bet. I gotcha.
1: Um, now you know what I've kind of grown to look forward to this season. A new thing is, or you know, our friend Matty Wood, Matthew Davis, his uh, horrible outing alerts. You uh, mentioned how <laughs> percentage of uh, you know starts in the NFBC and how bad it is, and J.C. Mejia got one of those before the break. Six earned runs over two and two thirds innings, and you know I just can't can't see it, especially because it's it Houston to start. So same with Tristan McKenzie, both zeros. I like J. C. Mahia more when he was John, when he was Gene Carlos. Yeah, I mean, as first. we changed that in the admin.
2: Yeah, it's been changed. Yeah, my it's yeah he's one of them. Yeah, no, um, uh, you know Bernie Pleskoff, friend of the site, friend of ours, still you know talks. It thinks there's talent there. It just doesn't always manifest right away. Uh, so, you know, I trust Bernie and uh, therefore put him on my radar. And um, not this year, though. Yeah, so, you know, McKenzie showed a little something-something control-wise heading into the break. Um, whether it's actionable right now, you know, him or Richards, I think i go, man, him or Richards. Ah. Uh, I may I'd actually go, go
1: Richards, but yeah, I don't know. I
2: mean, it's one of those things where, what if Mackenzie's improved control is real and he is that good? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that. That's an interesting comparison.
1: I'm actually going to go one McKenzie, zero Mejia. All right, I've got you down as a one for McKenzie. Next up, two star pitchers for next week. Well, Colorado only has five games. Yeah, they're they need starters for them. Yeah, they've been playing a
2: lot of games lately. They need a break.
1: Tongue in cheek, <laughs> yeah, they they really do. Lance Lynn's a five versus yep. Minnesota at Milwaukee. So let me just type that into the sheet. Not the
2: greatest matchups, but he's that's a five. No yeah, three Sorry. I, I, so I think I maybe you missed it. I think we're we're required to say the burly Lance Lynn.
1: Oh, that guy I, is burly. Is that I, like what I, his note
2: says? Well, I, I, every every time you whatever if it's a home team away game. Uh, I always hear referred to as the burly Lance Lynn, and I, you know, bur, you know, I wish I was burly. You
1: know, I'm burly times ten. I'm just glad and, that's not like in his player note on the site. I'd have to go in <laughs> and edit that if that's how the analysis started. The, the burly right-hander, um, Tariq Scouble, lefty, been pretty impressed with him. He's versus Texas at KC. Two nice matchups here. I may bump Scouble, Scouble to a four. Yeah, uh, still prone, you know,
2: as, as young pitchers are. I don't think he's a rookie anymore. Still prone. Maybe he is from last year. I don't recall. Uh, still prone to some rough outings. Yeah, the matchups are pretty key. I'm going to stay with the three, but I can see where you're going. I, th- to me, the three is he still is prone to some uh, rough outings now and again.
1: Yeah, that's a more it's probably the more level-headed route there. But I think I'll, I'm starting him. Sure.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm starting him, though. I, I do like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing from a lot of – Detroit pitchers.
1: I'm also going to give a four to Luis Garcia of Houston. James and I have him in the main event. He's been like just huge for us. And versus Cleveland versus Texas. I mean, maybe you can even make a case for five, but I'm going to go four. Yeah, I am 12 number 12 right
2: now, which is a five. I'll mm-hmm. give a head I'll give a head a hat tip to our friend Perry Van Hook, who kind of turned me on to Garcia in the spring. And um so you know, hat tip, hat tip to Perry. I don't wear hats, um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to go back. You know, I'm. I'll go four, even though I, I have him in the five range now. We'll go four.
1: Hey, he's been fantastic, and that Houston team just doesn't slow down. They were not at the All Star well, breakout. Ask,
2: ask Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore owns the Astros.
1: Yeah, that's that's baseball for you. It's funny how it works. <laughs> Kansas City, only five games, so no two-star starters for them. And the Angels, looks like the rare Shohei two-star week. Great seeing Shohei really take the stage and be the star that he should be. And uh, love that guy. Love watching him. Uh, even with this two-star, I think James and I at least – maybe we're going to have a tough decision on our hands, but I'm probably going to lobby to keep him at U-Till, honestly. But at Oakland, at Minnesota, Man, that's t- that's going to make a tough decision. I guess technically that's like a five two step. Oh, yeah, it's a five. But he's got 33 homers. Like, I don't think I yeah, can no, move him a out fair. of them.
2: A lot of it, you know, is he going to, how many games is he going to bat? You know, yeah. you know, it, it, but, um, that's gonna make
1: work? a really tough call. In week yeah, and when weeks.
2: he's pitching, when he's pitching, do you get the hitting number? You know how your league rules. What if um what if you have him pitching and he doesn't get that second start because all sorts of weird things can happen and you know you miss out on that second start? But um, it's weird that not so it's not weird, that's not the word, you know. Uh, the the fact that he's hitting so well, that's that's a huge decision. I'm in one league where you would get to make moves um mondays and then again on fridays for both pitchers and hitters and i have good otani so i mean like you're like you're talking about with james there's a lot of weeks if he's got to start i say the heck with it uh, it's a four it's a four game week whatever monday through thursday i want his bat in there for four games i don't care mm-hmm. about the start against seattle or whatever um it also helps because you can make pitching changes like that that you don't need it as much because you can use relievers etc but uh you're right though. What a what a display. I was I wasn't watching it. I was driving at the time, but the announcers just describing uh, after after trying to catch up and, and take the home lead in the home run derby, just bent over at the knees and just gasping for air. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't I didn't see it, but um, uh, the, the announcers like he's done. He's cooked. There's just no way. And sure enough, again I didn't see it, but Juan Soto just knocking three out on three pitches or maybe. Maybe four pitches. but Three three swings, absolutely. Um, And then just Otani just
1: grounding out and it was over. But um, good for him. Yeah, the game's in a great spot in terms of young star power. I just pray to God we don't have a stoppage next year. That would do so much damage because the game really does seem to be taken off a little bit in terms of popularity. And Shohei has a big part in that. Mm-hmm. Uh Clayton Kershaw very tentatively, I'm gonna give him a five. He resumed throwing last weekend, but we just don't know what uh if he's gonna be back because he's done with that forearm issue, inflammation. Doesn't sound like a long-term issue, but uh very much up in the air. But you know, if he starts versus San Francisco versus Colorado, and he can get can get the Rockies on the road you're great Well, right shape. now he's listed as number
2: one overall, but what if he comes back Wednesday and, and it's yeah, just the one start? you know. But um, so tentatively, I'm going to have him as a five top overall. And we say top role, we're like really. Keep in mind that a lot of the aces are going over the weekend, so they're not
1: in a two start realm next week. Yeah, good point. Tony Gonson, I'm going to give a four. Maybe you could go five given the matchups, but San Francisco isn't a pushover anymore, and not you know, a push no pushover. we lead get- leading in homers. Yeah. <laughs> That's understating it. Ian and Gonson not working very deep yet. I'm trying to see exactly how. I guess he's gone five and a third in an outing pretty recently. So, yeah, he could. he's pretty well stretched out. Only four innings in his last start before the break. But I'll give Gonson a four. I've got him at 20, which is, you know, the
2: last number five if I'm yeah. going there. So, I mean, he's in that four or five cusp. I'll, we'll give him a four. Uh, but, you know, you're you starting him.
1: Yeah, Sean Morimondo, I'm gonna to have to remove from the grid right right this second because he was outrighted just the other day. Well so let me take a look who that could be. I mean they could always add him back to the 40 man, but not usually what happens. Um so oh man, they're in rough shape with that rotation. And they got a double header. Is that today? They got a double header? I guess so. Uh any guesses who might start? I, <laughs> I'm trying to see or maybe Braxton Garrett. If he's helping. Um, let me. I'm sorry, I just uh, I know yeah, you're not, um, I, I'm I just it's a little behind the fourth wall, but um, I just don't think it's going to be more Mondo. So, probably not. Yeah, it's uh, at this point, there's again, there's so many teams that
2: have
1: um, I'm going to plug in there. Braxton Garrett because he was he's on the 40 man, he was optioned. Yeah, we haven't mentioned the team just so people realize we're talking about
2: Marlins. Yeah. Um, true. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not even sure they know. I, I think they've announced Alcantara, but they haven't even announced what's going on over the weekend after that.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Zach Thompson, maybe. Yeah. So
2: depending on how they line things up, now normally, it, you, when this occurs, you're waiting to see if your All Star pitcher can recover or. God forbid, you know, a COVID guy or something. So why Miami hasn't mentioned something yet? I mean, you know, could they be bringing up Edward Cabrera? I mean, you know, I mean, what's what's the what's the holdup, if you will? I don't think it'll be too long
1: before we see Cabrera.
2: He's been crushing it on the farm.
1: Yeah, definitely got to keep an eye on. I know James is pretty high on him. And, yeah, it looks like, geez, looking at the Marlins official page – Looks like nobody's confirmed for this weekend. So even Alcantara and Lopez the ordering up in the air. But those guys Mish. should take the ball this weekend. Hey,
2: Mish, if you're watching on Facebook, who's going to pitch? <laughs> uh,
1: maybe Craig's probably not watching. He gets enough of those questions. I, but I'll, um, I'm just going to leave the Marlins off just because I don't know. Again, I plugged. I just plugged Braxton Garrett into the grid. But total guess. So I'm just going to leave them off if that's all the same to you. Um, Works for me. Brewers only five games, so no two-star starters for them. Hopefully the Reds can set them a little further back. That's gonna going to be see. a fun series, isn't it? Yeah. Good pitching against good
2: pitching. I think that's going to be an interesting – I'm not you – know, you you're going to hear the the narrative, yeah. must win, must win, you know, whatever. I, I think that's going to be a fun – everybody's talking Sox, Yankees. Uh, Brewers-Reds out of the break. That's going to be a blast
1: yeah I had a blast. I think I guess it was last Saturday at the game. Jenny Butler was kind enough to invite me to the game with her significant other Eric. It was Eric's uh, birthday too. We had fun, you know, just I hadn't been to the park in a while. actually almost two years. So it was great yeah. to uh, and great seats. So thank you to Jenny Butler. Now for Minnesota, a couple two start started for them. Michael Pineda and then Jose Barrios, assuming Barrios is still on the team. Uh, now Pineda's been a little shaky, but I'll probably give him a two. Uh, I guess in Pineda two, Barrios a four. Yeah, Pineda won the one range, um, not the
2: easiest matchups. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with a. You know, I'm gonna go to a two, and then Barrios. Oh man, he's one of those guys that I really like, but uh, does it take? To me, he's a five. And
1: mm-hmm. I, okay. but uh, I have. You think somebody's gonna be able to? Yeah, I think somebody's uh, gonna are, be able to pry him away from the twins. Ah,
2: uh, you know, I mean, do, uh, are the twins in a rebuild or in they or are they just a rejuvenate? You know,
1: yeah, stock type of deal. You know,
2: yeah, or just it's a bad year. Let's just you know refresh, hit, hit reload, and go next year. But then, if you're the twins, if you can get a really good young starter and some other pieces, maybe you trade Brios. But uh, otherwise, I think you just knock on wood, and because you still have some good pieces for next year.
1: So you're giving Brios a five? Did you say?
2: Uh, I'm going to give him a five, but it's more of a it's a
1: consistency mark as opposed to a you know, uh, sure. great pitcher. I hear you. Now, Tyler McGill of the Mets, he's got uh, the Reds at Cincinnati, then versus Toronto. Pretty nice start for McGill. Kind of tough matchups, but I'll probably give him a three.
2: Exactly, yep.
1: Tyler McGill, three, okay. Continuing on, getting near the end here for the Yankees, Jameson Tyone. Yankees are a mess, and who knows what's going to happen with them. Uh, Versus Philly. Philly at Boston tentatively i'll give tyone a he has been pretty bad but i'll probably give him a three i'm going two okay you're you're pretty much done with tyone sounds like which uh, is justifiable ru- ru-
2: rooting for him as much as a red sox fan can as a baseball fan i'm still rooting for him but i, I it just i think these are tough matchups
1: now, James caprillion has been one of the sneaky, kind of under the radar stories of the season. Eleven starts, two ninety ERA, one 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 WHIP, and I'm surprised by the length he's provided. He's gone at least yeah. six in like what, four of his last five starts, and he's gone at least five in every start dating back to June six. So surprised that he's been able to cut it loose given his injury history, and I'm glad to see it. I'll probably give him. Yeah, versus the Angels at Seattle. Do it. I think Caprilians a four. I am a five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I,
2: number six overall. It's there's not a whole lot of luck going on there. I mean, he's striking batters mm-hmm.
1: out, going deep into games, and these are two winnable matchups. I like the uh, Stones there. That's a bold call, and I think it's. I think he deserves it. I'm going to stick with four, but I got you down as a five for James Caprillion. Aaron Nolas, uh, five still, right? Yep. I know he's struggling, but I'm going to go five. Yeah, he's not been very good, but and he got at the Yankees versus Atlanta. but I, a little I'll give bad
2: luck. Yeah, a little bad luck in there, but he's, he's also he's still pitching fairly well.
1: Pirates kind of in flux, so we currently don't have any two-star starters projected for them. For San Diego, you Darvish, assuming he's back, I think that's the assumption, right? That even though he's on the IL with left hip, hip inflammation, yeah. Yeah. that he will start their fourth game of the second half. Yeah. I guess that's the first game he's eligible, but that, right. that's a that's Given the yeah. move, yeah, that makes sense. All right, let me get Darvish down. Man, who's this other guy taking the ball for San Diego? Knare? Uh, Knare? Yeah, he, Re, Rice? Reese? Reese? Knehr, yeah. uh,
2: K-N-E-H-R. Not, you no. don't know anything about this. game. Yeah. decent numbers in the farm. Don't hate the matchups, but uh, it's a zero for me because I just I can't do it.
1: Yeah, never heard that name. Which just I mean, sometimes that happens, but usually I've at least heard of the player before. Yeah. Um. Next up here, let me uh, continue on. Margo Gonzalez. Uh, he's got to go to cores. And then he's versus Oakland. But I think that Coors start probably knocks him down to two. By the way, I just seeing breaking news right now. Uh, Yankees and Red Sox prepare to play on Friday. So there, we will play today is the quote. So that's okay. that's good news. Yep. Gonzalez, I'm probably going to give like a two. I'll give it a maybe, one. Yeah. I, mean, I probably have to start him in some league like a – the uh, draft champions, but don't want to. Okay, uh, Alex Wood, Logan Webb, they got the Dodgers on the road to start, but then versus Pitt, that's excellent. So Alex Wood I'm going to probably give probably going to give Alex Wood a four and then Logan Webb a, a two. I got you. I'm with you. All right, nice. Got those marked. Next up – the St. Louis Cardinals. So, Johan Oviedo, Jake Woodford mm. versus the Cubs at Cincy. I don't think I can see starting either of these guys. No. All right. uh, let me just continue on here. Make sure we get them. Jake Woodford. Exciting stuff. Also, I just saw a note, too. I have the just the Twitter feed. Apparently, Chad Cool is going to be starting. Today for the Pirates. Okay. So that's just a little note. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough, Shane McClanahan versus Boston at Cleveland. Love those matchups. I think McClanahan, I'm probably going to give a four. Yarbrough, yeah, I'm trying not to discriminate. But... You, wait, you love the Boston matchup? Well, he's not, he doesn't have Boston. <laughs> Oh, I thought you
2: said Boston. I'm sorry. I
1: probably did, but I meant Baltimore versus Baltimore okay. at Cleveland. So I'm actually okay. going to give McC- Yarbrough and McClanahan both fours.
2: Um, I'm going to go four four Yarbrough, three McClanahan. I like the talent but McClanahan, and he's still too inconsistent.
1: Yeah, he has been a little inconsistent. Do love the skills. Uh, Kyle Gibson at Detroit, at Houston. Houston's pretty scary, but, man, Kyle Gibson's been so good this year. Shockingly. I'll probably give him a four. Yep, four. And what about Dane Dunning? Is that uh, Yeah, it is Dane Dunning at Detroit, at Houston. Two. Yeah, I think I'm going to give him a one. Actually, okay. no, I'll go two, two, because that Detroit matchup's just too juicy. Finally, wrapping up with the final two teams here: Alec Manoa versus Boston at the Mets. Love at Mets, and I think you know he had a few bumps in the road, but I think he's pretty much doing what we all expected. Oh yeah, I think I'm going to go five. I'll go four, but I agree. I think you probably have to start him. Um, And then finally, we have Joe Ross for Washington versus Miami at Baltimore. I like that for Joe Ross. I think I only have him in like an NL only. Maybe look to rectify that, add him a few more spots this weekend. I think I'm going to go three for Joe Ross. I'm going to go three, but I almost went four, and I may actually, but I'll go
2: three, but he's been
1: pitching really well. Nice. Well, anything else on your mind, Todd, before we recap these and close things out today? Uh, no, we're
2: good. And you know, I have to, I, my landlord's at the back door. Cause it, can you recap them and I will, uh, sign
1: off and we'll talk next time. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Todd, thank you for all the insight. Take care, okay. man. yeah I'm just going to go ahead and remove Todd. And I will recap these and sign off here on the roto fantasy baseball podcast. So two start starters for the week of July 19th, 2021, Caleb Smith, one, Zach Gallin, four, Kyle Muller, two, Tuki Toussaint, zero, Spencer Watkins, zero, Garrett Richards, one, Alec Mills, two, Todd says one, Jake Arietta zero, Wade Miley, four, JC Mejia, zero, Tristan McKenzie, I say zero, but Todd, one, Lance Lynn, five, Tariq Skubal, I say four, Todd, three, Luis Garcia, Four. Shohei Otani, five, although there's a possibility that 2 steppers the following week, so keep an eye on that. Clayton Kershaw, tentative, five, coming back from his injury. Tony Gonsolin, a four. Michael Pineda, two. Jose Barrios, f- I say four, Todd, five. Tyler McGill, three. Jameson Tyone, I say three, Todd, two. James Caprillion, I say four, Todd, five. Aaron Nola, five. Yu Darvish, five. Reese Nair, zero. Marco Gonzalez, I say, two, Todd, one. Alex Wood, four. Logan Webb, two. Johan Oviedo, zero. Jake Woodford, zero. Ryan Yarbrough, four. Shane McClanahan, I say, four, Todd, three. Kyle Gibson, four. Dane Dunning, two. Alec Manoa, I say, five, Todd, four. Joe Ross, three. So that'll do it for the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Have a good weekend, and we'll be back with the full schedule of pods next week, beginning with uh, Jeff and Scott on the Sunday night slash Monday morning pod. Take care, guys. Catch you next time on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Try RotoWire
0: today, free for ten days. Get our premium tools, rankings, analysis,
3: and breaking news alerts. No credit card required. Go to RotoWire.com.